a shit, I gotta fucking take a shit, I gotta fucking take a shit because I ate some weird meat. <laughs> hey everybody! Hey everybody, it is me! Yeah boy! Stu McAllister! With me as always are the dogs. I got Ween Dog. Right here next to me, under the blanket, I got Sadie Dog over there on the other side of the couch. She's partially under the blanket. I think she's learning to like the blanket. She's like, oh, it's a little warm under this blanket. It keeps me nice and toasty. Maybe I should get under the blanket. Maybe you should, Sadie Dog. But hey, everybody, it's the Elemental Podcast. I'm your host, Stu McAllister, uh, ex-comedian, ex-social worker, Soon to be ex uh, Dippin' Dots driver. Today, today will be the last time. Well, cross your fingers. Will be the last time uh, you hear me do a free podcast as a Dippin' Dots employee. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow is my last day. Hopefully, cross your fingers. I actually had a conversation with the sales guy. And he was kind of being a dick. <laughs> he was kind of being a dick. He was like, oh, yeah, um, we'll hold on to your credit card. We know you'll be back. Because sadly, everybody, over the last two years, I've uh, come and gone from Dippin' Dots on more than one occasion. I think uh, one, two, three, four times. <laughs> Four times, two years, I have left Dippin' Dots and uh, came back. But here's the thing. Before we all laugh at that, they fucking take me back, too. <laughs> so it isn't like um, uh, it's all on me. Although, I can't lie, everybody. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that I don't go back. I need, I need this job to work out. Fuck. Fuck, I need this job to work out. And uh, I'm still a little little nervous about it. It's second shift, so clearly your life changes. Clearly this podcast will change. Either I'll do it wicked late at night after work, or uh, I'll have to start doing them in the morning before work. Either way, uh, I won't be doing it uh, anytime between the 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. time slots because uh, I'll be fucking at the Wizard. At the Wizard. And I'll talk more about it uh, when it actually fucking comes to be. So, uh, but yeah. How was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it a good day? It's Thursday. Was it a good day? Fuck yeah, it was a good day. You had a good day? I know you did. I know you did. Have that positive reframe, right? Turn that frown upside down or other fucking bullshit <laughs> that people tell you. My day was okay. Uh, still training the old new guy. When I say old new guy, it's a guy who's worked at Dividends before. He's coming back. Uh, he's never worked the tablet that we use now, the electronical device. He's n not driven the van that I use. I'm, I'm assuming he'll be taking that over. It's a little different, not not much different, but a little different. So, uh, you know, I'm still training him. 
showing them the ropes. Today we did schools, and schools are always a little bit of a f interesting fiasco. <laughs> but we did it. We did it. We did it. And then we had to go to Muskegon to go to the uh, L.C. Walker Arena. It's not called that anymore. It's called Mercy Health. I like L.C. Walker better. I think L.C. It's L, the letter L and the letter C, not L.C. like L.C. the cow. But L, like L.C. Greenwood, the Pittsburgh Steelers great. You guys remember him? He was fantastic. From the uh, Iron Curtain, he was he was fantastic. <laughs> so uh, what? they got a freezer in their concession stand, and I knew because when I was there over a month ago and I discovered that they had a meltdown, and apparently there was a fucking uh, ne'er-do-well who was going around the arena just unplugging everything. Freezers, fridges, point of service, uh, registers, all that kind of shit. And I'm like, ah, how do you guys not have cameras? But apparently, um, yeah. Apparently they don't. I don't, I mean, I don't know if they caught the person or not, but boy, you know, back, like I said, two months or so ago when I told them like, hey, your freezer shit, all the stuff's in it, slop, it's a soup. It's a gooey ice cream soup. And the lady was like, uh, yeah, that's when she told me someone's going around and plugging it. I'm like, well, do you want me to get you a new freezer? I'll, get, I'll take this one away. At least you'll have a clean one because she didn't seem to want product because this guy's still going around unplugging the freezers. And she's like, no. I'm like, God damn it. All right. So the two months... It's been, no one's fucking gone there. No one's replaced it. They finally put an order in. So me and a new guy, we had to go replace it. And the problem when you're dealing with arenas and shit like that, uh, I know this is going to sound weird to a lot of you. There's always fucking locked doors. <laughs> and there's a locked door to the concession stand. And I can't get in. I don't have a key. And everybody I, who was there who supposedly had a key was unavailable. I'm like, ah, you mother fucks. So me and the new guy, we left. I said, fuck this shit. We're not going to sit here waiting. We left. And uh, I had sold some shit on Macari. So we found a post office. I mailed the shit on Macari. If you guys don't know, I sell stuff on Macari. It's kind of like a, it's a combination of Facebook Marketplace and eBay. And uh, I use it to sell sports shit, jerseys, bobbleheads, autographed things. I'll be posting at some point. I have an autographed mini helmet of Desmond Howard from when he played with the Green Bay Packers. And it's got the COA, the Certificate of Authentication. So how about that? So if you care about any of that garbage, uh, I am... Uh, you, you can find a link to my Macari on my Instagram page or my Twitter page. And I keep saying I need to do it on my Facebook page. And uh, maybe we'll get there. We'll get there one day. One day I'll stop being stupid and forgetting and I'll fucking do it. So we go back and finally the dude's ready. And what kind of irked me was the, there was a, a pad by the door that had, you know, numbers on it. Like you can punch a number or you know, instead of using a key in a door, you punch in the number. 
But this was like one of those hide-a-key things where you punch in a number and it unlocks and then there's the key in it. And uh, so the, that's all the dude did. And I'm like, oh, dude, why didn't you just tell me the fucking number? And I would have fucking done it, you know, 496 or whatever. Uh, I don't want to just give out the code or whatever. I'm like, okay, whatever. So we changed it. The stuff I had plugged in the freezer, the stuff was frozen fucking solid. But we changed out. We swapped out the freezer working with the new kid. He, he did fine. He did fine. He did fine. We go back. Now I got to fucking clean out this goddamn freezer. And it's cold shit. And then it's soupy shit. And it's uh, just gross. But you got to do it. There's gross, gross things at everybody's job probably. And soon that will no longer be my problem. I got one more day, got tomorrow, and then I'm done. Actually, I have a doctor's appointment in the morning, too. How convenient is that? I'm getting in a doctor's appointment on the very last day of me working at Dibbonauts because I got all those uh, meds that I'm taking now, the blood thinner, the cholesterol med. So I got to try and make sure that I get all that shit in. Because I don't know when my insurance will kick in with the new job. That yeah, That's always a fucking hassle, isn't it? F swapping over shit and whatever. You're like, ugh. Because I don't think it's going to be the same insurance, but I could be wrong. But hopefully I'll see the doc. It's just kind of like a follow-up from when I was in the hospital back in uh, November for the blood clot shit. Should be fine. I, I'm fine. I've been feeling fine. People ask me how I'm doing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I mean, they're like, well, how are the blood clots? I'm like, I, I don't know. I take the blood thinners. That's all I do. I don't think the blood clots will necessarily ever go away. I don't think they ever dissipate. Like the blood clot in my calf, in my right calf, it's there. And I know it's still there because my right calf is bigger than my left calf. Now, I'm not just doing fucking squats with my goddamn left leg or right leg. And, that, you know, it's all fucking muscular, and that's why it's bigger. It's just the goddamn blood clot. It's weird to me that they just don't have some kind of uh, surgery or a laser or something where they can just remove it, and I'll be fine. It'd be great. It'd be fucking great. But I don't think they have anything like that. If they do have anything like that, no one's ever told me about it. My doc's never said, hey, you know, uh, there's this weird new fucking surgery that we're performing to get rid of blood clots and like sign me the fuck up. Let's do that shit. There's a 90% chance it'll kill you. I don't give a shit. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, yup. Did you guys survive Snowmageddon? In Grand Rapids, I want to tell you, it was very anticlimactic. You know, it was supposed to straight destroy us. And uh, here, like I said, in Grand Rapids, it didn't do anything. I believe south of us, maybe Kalamazoo, Battle Creek, Jackson, maybe I think I had heard they got a lot worse. But it's always weird when everybody's, like, preparing. They're prepping. Everybody's at the store getting their bread and milk. And I always wonder, what do these people do with the bread and the milk? What do you, why? Why do you got all this extra shit that you don't need? What's this about? Why don't they do it? They fucking do it. They get it. I've never prepped like that. I guess I just don't worry. I guess I'm like, I got enough food in my house that uh, I can survive for two days. 
I'd like to think most people got enough food in your house that you could survive for two days. The worst part, if a snowmageddon ever happens, is if your fucking electricity goes out or your fucking uh, gas goes out or some shit like that and you, it's not warm in your house. I remember when I lived in Georgia back in 1999. I partied like it was 1999. And Georgia's not terribly prepared or well equipped to deal with snow and ice and cold and I remember there was a stretch of like two days where there was no power at my house the house that I was renting and they don't have gas furnaces or anything it's all electric heaters in the house so fucking it was cold as fuck I had to like leave the house and get in my car to go warm up. It was awful. It was awful, everybody. It was awful. But I hope you survived. I hope you lived to tell the tale. There you go. Uh, yesterday, when I got home from work, I was busy um, sorting some cards and sorting through some auctions I got. Like I mentioned, I got that Desmond Howard mini helmet. I was posting stuff up on Macari, trying to get people to buy shit. And I had forgotten, because I was preoccupied, that the uh, the book of Boba Fett came out. Now, I don't know if you guys have been watching. I don't know if you guys are Star Wars nerds or not. And I'll tell you, I enjoy Star Wars a lot. A lot. Now, am I a huge nerd? No. Have I watched like all the crazy cartoons and everything that they got? No. Can I talk to you about canon and lore? No. Do I give a shit about stuff like that too? No. But it doesn't prevent me from enjoying the movies and the television shows. The Mandalorian was a great show and I've enjoyed the two seasons they've put out. The Book of Boba Fett. Uh, this is their first season. I think they've had six or seven episodes. And I'm really enjoying that too. I've seen a lot of bashing of it on social media. And I just want to tell those people to go piss off. I'm like, don't come over here and piss on my parade, man. I'm going to continue to enjoy this. And people will be like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't fit the, the writing and the, the fucking canon and whatever. I'm like, oh, God, I don't care about you and your canon and everything else. This is just entertainment. The shit didn't happen. It's not real. Right? So I watched the episode uh, that came out yesterday, tonight, before I started doing this podcast. And I really enjoyed it. And I know people who, a lot of people who bash it, Basha because it, it's in the vein of like a western, the old spaghetti westerns, the old Clint Eastwood flicks. And I'm like, yeah, those were fucking great. Why wouldn't you follow a formula that is has a proven track record and is fun? Jesus. So I would encourage you, if you have Disney+, Plus, and I know you can't have every streaming service. I know I'm going to be, uh, excuse me. I'm going to be losing the Netflix access here pretty quick. Uh, I'm not super bummed about the Netflix thing because uh, I wasn't paying for it. <laughs> so it was my account. Jamie said, 
I'm done paying for Netflix. And I'm like, okay, there you go. You're paying for it. You decide if you want to keep it or you want to get rid of it. So she's not going to pay for it anymore. So it's gone. I'll miss uh, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Live or die Cobra Kai. Eagle Fang. I'll miss all that shit. Maybe when that shit rolls around again, I'll subscribe for it. Or maybe I'll fucking steal somebody else's uh, Netflix password. Whatever. I get it. There's too many. Amazon Prime. The Primer Dimer. I have Amazon Prime. Uh, I did not know this because uh, apparently I don't pay attention. Uh, Amazon Prime's going up, motherfuckers. Oh, no. The uh, annual membership is going up 20 bucks. From $119 to $139, which, uh, you know, if you figure it out, what is that? It's like 12 bucks a month or something. Approximately a little less. eleven fifty a month. I mean, I don't know. I guess I get my money's worth from it. From the actual watching, you know, the television shows that are on Amazon Prime, the movies that are on Amazon Prime, the actual... Uh, being able to order shit off of Amazon relatively cheap. Amazon Prime, gonna remind everybody right now. Jack Reacher, the TV series is coming out tomorrow on Amazon Prime. I'm looking forward to that a whole lot. But apparently, this is the f the first increase uh, since 2018, so the last four years and I guess that's pretty good right I know you know inflation and everything else I'll be the first one to say uh, y y everything's going up so I you know I'm not terribly surprised so uh, the price will change on February 19th for uh, for new members current members it happens uh, after March 25th on the date of their next renewal and I'm not going to lie, I don't know when the fuck I re renew it, so. Uh, Niels Saunders, Managing Director of Research for Global Data, told USA Today that he wasn't surprised Amazon was raising fees. Amazon is facing much higher costs and is still investing heavily in Prime, so there's a real justification for hiking fees. While no one likes to pay more, Prime remains a very attractive, good value for money program, which most members use extensively and like yeah I use it enough I know I'll be the first one to tell you you know if I if I look for shit right or wrong I I look on Amazon uh, so you know sometimes for, for weird shit I'll look on maybe Macari or eBay but uh, you know oft, oftentimes for new shit it's Amazon. I go to uh, Amazon to get the boxes for the all the cards I've been getting. I buy the big ones that will hold like 5,000 cards or whatever the fuck. So, yeah, it's a good deal. Is it disappointing? Absolutely. But, you know, what are you going to do, right? Shit's not going down. Shit ain't going down in price. Shit, yeah, it's not going down in price. Shit, yeah. Shit, yeah. So, uh, this is going to be the first weekend without, well, I guess I can't say without any football. I think they're playing the Pro Bowl game this weekend. And 
that's not anything that I really give a shit about. Um, when I was a kid, I, I liked it because I just liked the concept of like, oh, these are the best players and the best players are going to play each other. This is going to be the greatest game of our lives. And then you realize it's just the dog and pony show. These guys, they're not really playing. They're just out there collecting a paycheck or whatever. So I'm not, I'm not super interested in it. But I, I bring it up because um, the Super Bowl is in two weeks. Not this weekend, two weeks. So they're just kind of scrambling to come up with stories. Stories! And one of the things they talk about are like uh, the merch that you can't sell. Right? And by that I mean, oh my God, the Kansas City Chiefs won the AFC Championship game. While they did not, the Cincinnati Bengals did. So then, but the, you know, you got to have stuff already prepped, stuff already ready to sell. And um, so they're like, well, what do you, what do you do with this shit? And you guys know, and maybe you don't know. I know. Why do I know? Because the goddamn Buffalo Bills lost four Super Bowls in a row. That's how I know. And that became the huge story of story that became the huge story about you know all of these t-shirts that said the Super Bowl was won by the Bills and they can't have that so what do they do with it and it's they, they send it to third world countries so that became the joke in Buffalo about how people who live in Africa think the Buffalo Bills are the greatest football team of all time. Oh my God, the Buffalo Bills won four Super Bowls in a row. Holy shit. They gotta be the best. Buffalo's gotta be the greatest city to live in. They won four Super Bowls in a row. Well, we all know that's clearly not the case. So what happens is the NFL donates all of the items to an organization called Good 360. I don't know what, what that's supposed to mean, but there you go. Uh, that group said it works with world corporations to source essential goods and distribute them through uh, our network of diverse nonprofits supporting people in need. Well, what about people in need here in America? There are plenty of people who don't have enough clothes or anything else that maybe they would fucking like. A Buffalo Bills won the Super Bowl t-shirt. Maybe they would like the Kansas City Chiefs won the AFC Championship. Maybe they would like to do that. But they're like, nope. You can't have this shit in America. Get it the fuck out of here. Sherry Rudolph, the chief, chief development officer, chief marketing officer for Good360 said, this will be our eighth year working with the NFL in this capacity. So we will get the unusable merchandise from both the AFC and NFC Championship games as well as from the Super Bowl. And we work with our network of nonprofits, the Good360 network of nonprofits, to place those items where they can have the most impact. And of course, they go outside of the United States because of the nature of the donation. And again, I would say, fuck that. I, I'm sure there are a lot of people who would pay high price for that kind of item, for that kind of weirdness, but they don't want it. 
They don't want it. They're like, get it out of here. Send it to Africa. Send it to Asia, the Middle East, South America. Get it out of here. Rudolph said in 2021 alone, we distributed over $1.2 billion in goods. Jesus. So what that means for getting these items to where they can have an impact is that they'll probably happen fairly quickly. We don't necessarily need to fill a whole container with items from just a single partner like the NFL. We're more interested in identifying what the needs are, where we're sending things, and then making sure we have a mix of products that satisfy the needs. Do you think they do that with like the baseball, the hockey, and the NBA? Have they partnered up with those as well? You'd like to think. Because, you know, there's got to be a fucking ton of uh, NBA shit. Like, ah, oh, fuck. Whoever lost. Although, I can't tell you right now, I cannot tell you who won the NBA championship this year. Was it Milwaukee? Did Milwaukee win it? I think Milwaukee won. I don't know who they beat, but I think Milwaukee won. And I'm not even 100% certain. If you put a gun to my head, I would say Milwaukee. But if you killed me, I'd be like, well, yeah, I probably deserved it. I got that one wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. That guy got shot because he doesn't know who won the NBA championship. Do you? Fuck no, I don't. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's what happens. Maybe I need to go to Africa to get myself a Buffalo Bills won the Super Bowl t-shirt. Do you think I could go to, like, a thrift store in Africa? Do they have thrift stores in Africa? They got them, right? There's always going to be some secondhand market. There has to be. Uh, all right. You guys know I like to donate blood a whole lot. I will encourage you to donate blood. You can donate, I believe it's every 56 days. So once approximately every two months, you can donate. You should donate. But for whatever reason, there is a huge blood shortage. And I came across this article about myths about donating. Like the, the, these myths that people might believe that are uh, incorrect. So uh, like myth number one. These are all things that are myths. This should not prevent you from donating blood. Uh, people with tattoos can't donate blood. That is incorrect. Different states have different regula regulations regarding inspection of the parlors. Dr. Yvette Miller, executive medical officer of the Red Cross, said if a person received a tattoo in a state that performs an inspection of the facility, there's no deferral period. In states where there are no statutes, where the tattoo parlor is inspected by the state, then it is a three-month deferral from the date of that tattoo. So if you get a tattoo, if uh, the state you live in is really good about fucking inspecting shit, like uh, Michigan, I guess they really inspect tattoo parlors, you're good to go. Uh, travel outside the country equals ineligibility, and that is incorrect. I mean, there are certain... Uh, Again, you, you might be deferred a couple weeks or a month or whatever. Darwin, are you okay? What are you doing? Hold on a sec. Checking my windows. He's kind of panting. There you go. There you go. Let's get out from underneath the cover, Wing. You can breathe better that way. <laughs> Good old Wing dog. Nobody should be traveling outside the country now anyway. Don't fucking travel to Africa to get yourself a Buffalo Bills Super Bowl t-shirt. Don't do that. Right, Wayne? You okay? You a good girl? All right. So there we go. 
Uh, if you've had a COVID-19 vaccine, you can't give blood? You can. You can, everybody. I have. I've gotten the vaccine. And there you go. You're fine. There's an age limit on donating. I don't know. It, it's, uh, it is, you gotta be at least 17, I believe. It, but it's more, the thing, you gotta weigh more than 110 pounds. It's more the weight than the age. Because I think here in Michigan, too, you can donate if you're under 17, if you have your parents' permission. I, but I think you gotta be at least 16. So they don't want it from kids. Fuck kids. But if you're not a goddamn child, you can't donate. So think about that. Uh, and myth number six. Donating blood makes you more susceptible to COVID. God, I wish. But I've donated a whole bunch of times during this pandemic, everybody. Um, it's super easy. It takes approximately an hour from start to finish, from walking in the door to walking out the door. It's an hour. Um, you got to fill out paperwork and then you actually got to sit in the chair and then afterwards you got to wait and you go to the cantina and get yourself some cookies and juice or whatever. And like I said, it's like an hour tops. So you can do it uh, if you go to the Red Cross website or if you guys live in the state of Michigan like I do, uh, Versity is who I donate with. It used to be Michigan Blood, but Versity is like this powerhouse of blood donation centers in the Midwest. And they, they conquer, I think it's like Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan, in Indiana, I think. I think Indiana. But if you Google Michigan blood or if you just Google blood donation, you'll find it. And go donate. Like I said, I try to do it uh, once every 56 days or so. So go donate blood. Be a goddamn fucking hero. They say that potentially the blood that you donate can go to three separate people who are in need. So always remember that maybe it's you or someone you know who got into an accident and needs surgery and uh, you want to make sure that your blood type is uh, readily available so please go donate please go donate if you can you should donate it if you can go fucking donate go fucking donate go fucking donate do 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 i don't know where you guys live I know I got listeners all over uh, the great state or the great United States. And by when I say great United States, I mean West Michigan. <laughs> no, I take it back. It's, there's Scott from PA. Right? Uh, and that's about it. <laughs> there's Christy from Jersey. Chris from Minnesota. Been a fucking sorta. There's some people. But if you live in the West Michigan area, this might be of interest to you. Down in Kalamazoo, about an hour south of Grand Rapids, on Saturday, February 19th, something kick ass is gonna happen. Kick fucking ass. The downtown Kalamazoo chili cook off is back. It's back, baby back so I think you should go down there and get yourself some chili they're saying they're going to have more than 25 chili vendors and you can vote for your favorite uh, I think you should do it You can get, it's free too it's from 11 to 2 it's free 
when they say free, I'm also like, okay, it's free to go. But I, the chili can't be free, right? You can't get, you can't go down there and like eat chili from 11 to 2 for free. Am I wrong? Don't you have to buy like tickets or something? Huh. And they're saying you can buy spoons. They got chili cook-off spoons that you can purchase for $5. So there's that. I don't know what the, these are like special spoons, I guess. They probably say, uh, too hot to handle chili or something. And then you, you can go get the chili, but I don't know. It says the downtown Kalamazoo area, the Kalamazoo Downtown Partnership is throwing this, so maybe they're putting all the money behind it. Maybe you just get fucking chili. To me, it just seems like way too many people. I was, uh, I was a judge at a chili cook-off at the Bob, the big old building when that place was still open and around. They would have a huge chili contest. And then I would go and uh, I would sample as many as I could. And I'm not going to lie, everybody, it gave me the shits. <laughs> you guys know I love talking about taking dumps. And that chili cook-off, woo-wee, it turned my inside out, if you guys know what I'm talking about. And I know you do. And right now, I couldn't eat a whole lot of chili because of the no mammal diet. I could only eat the white chili. And I don't know why they call chicken chili white. Right? That does, it doesn't make any sense to me. Because it's not a red meat. Is that why? I do love me good chicken chili. When I was at the uh, Rumble Royal party this past Saturday, they kind of turned it into a chili thing too. They like... Four people showed up with chili. I th had thought about making some, and then I realized that I'm, I'm not, so I didn't. <laughs> uh, and someone made a vegetarian chili, and it was super good. I really enjoyed the vegetarian chili. It was a contest, and people had to vote. Uh, I lied and said I did vote. I didn't vote. Because uh, I only ate the one. How am I going to vote when I only ate one? And uh, I don't even know where it came in what place it came in but uh but there you go so if you if you're down with it february 19th free chili apparently downtown kalamazoo you go to uh downtown kalamazoo.org and you will be able to find more information there i might go do it i might don't fucking don't tempt me everybody don't tempt me i will i will fucking do it all right, I'm going to end on this story here. I love stories like this. Just so funny to me. He was talking about Amazon. The owner of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, he's a filthy rich motherfucker, right? The dude made more money over the pandemic than anybody will make in their goddamn life, right? He probably makes more in a day than I do in a year. Oh, absolutely he does. He probably makes more in an hour than I do in a day. I should probably say that. Or a year, not a day. He Clearly he makes more an hour than I do in a day. He's filthy rich is what I'm trying to say. And some people aren't necessarily too happy that he's filthy rich. 
I mean, so a lot of people will be like, boycott Amazon, buy local, shop local. And you know what? I try to do that. But it's just so much fucking more convenient to just fucking go to your Amazon app, put in the cart, go to the cart, check out, and have it show up at your door like a day or two later. Am I, am I wrong? I'm not wrong. I'm wrong in that I do it. But as a result of him being super rich, he, he does crazy shit. Uh, apparently he, I don't know if he's living in Holland now or what, but he's in Rotterdam, one of the cities there. And for whatever reason, he's got this 417 foot yacht. And this yacht won't fit under one of the bridges in Rotterdam. So you're thinking, oh, okay, well, what is, uh, what does Jeff Bezos do with his yacht that won't get under the bridge? Does he have people, um, does he get like 10,000 people to come and pick up this yacht and bring it on ground and then move it around the bridge? No, he doesn't do that. Does he uh, find the Hulk and pay the Hulk to pick up the boat and throw it over the bridge? Does he do that? No. Although that I would be super fucking keen to see that shit. That would be great. First finding the Hulk and then paying the Hulk. Like what would the Hulk want? The Hulk doesn't have any need for money. Do you think the Hulk would go on like Amazon and buy himself some new pants? <laughs> would the Hulk go to Amazon and get a new shirt? Would he get a Buffalo Bills one the Super Bowl shirt? That would be sweet. He didn't do any of that shit. He's not. So he did the, uh, the third best option, probably the first best option in his brain, instead of just going, well, guess I'm not getting under this bridge. His plan is to deconstruct the bridge. His plan is to deconstruct this 95-year-old bridge. This fucking, like, pre-World War II bridge. Jesus. Bezos is having the boat built in the Netherlands. And it is also reported that the ship's builders would pay to have the bridge dismantled and put back together. <laughs> Thankfully, every other architect in Rotterdam saw fit to accommodate ships of this size, as the spokesman for the city said, that his boat would fit under every other bridge. What a dumb, dirty dick. Uh, so people in there are all kinds of mad, right? This is happening, I guess, this summer. And it's expected to cost Bezos around a half billion dollars. Jesus. Uh, but individuals who live in Rotterdam have a plan. And their plan is to have an event. And they're calling it Throwing Eggs at Super Yacht Jeff Bezos. <laughs> With months until the boat is expected to sail down the river and through Rotterdam, there's a lot of time for outraged individuals to join the cause. Apparently 500 people have already indicated that they want to go. Politicians in Rotterdam aren't nearly as upset about the bridge disassembly and in fact welcome it. One city councilor, Dennis Tack, sees it as a great opportunity to create jobs 
and get work done on the bridge all on Jeff Bezos' dime. I suppose, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what kind of condition the bridge is in. Maybe the bridge looks like it was made in America and is totally falling apart. Uh, hopefully the infrastructure in Holland is better than it is here. I mean, here in the great state of Michigan, our roads blow, the bridges blow. People are always fucking crashing into this one bridge on 100th uh, Avenue. It's fucking crazy. Shit's falling apart. So I don't know. Maybe this is a good idea. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I should Maybe I should take it back and go, Jeff Bezos, please come build some crazy-ass boats here in America and then take apart these bridges and put them back together. But I'll say this. All that shit can't happen in like a day or a week. I wouldn't think. And I, I'm not going to lie, everybody. When I'm inconvenienced because roads are closed, highways and exits, ramps are always closed around here, and then it's like six months later, it finally reopens and nothing ever seems like it changed. I, I always think people are just fucking jerking off and they're not really working. But whatever. Bezos, come here. Come build a build a goddamn uh, bridge in Michigan or a boat in Michigan and take apart a bridge. That'd be great. Thank you very much. All right, everybody, that's it. I'm done. Thanks for listening to this bullshit. This stuff is bullshit. I know it's bullshit. You know it's bullshit, but you listen to this bullshit, and I appreciate you listening to the bullshit. So if you like this shit, consider subscribing to the Patreon. It's the same shit, just more of the shit. So if you like this shit, you'll love that shit because it's just more of that shit. Just five bucks a month. That's uh, way less than what Bezos is going to spend on that boat and that bridge. He could he could buy a lot of Patreon podcasts for people by doing that. He gave me some of his money. Please, Jeff Bezos, give me some money. Give me some money to at least pay for my subscription to your Amazon Prime. How about that? But uh, if you guys can do it, that'd be great. Like I said, five bucks a month. Um, one less ice mocha mocha in your life. Or go check out my Macari store. Like I mentioned, it's a, I got it linked in my uh, Instagram and Twitter. Like I said, mostly sports stuff. But uh, go take again, or maybe you'll see something that uh, tickles your fancy. I got books and other stuff, so check it out. Uh, if you would like, if you'd like a different way to support the podcast, I got hats. I got winter hats. Nice black winter hats. It's got Elemental Podcast embroidered on it. They're very nice. $25 that includes shipping or 20 bucks if you live in the Grand Rapids area I'll come and drop it off at your house how about that so uh, we take PayPal Venmo cash if you want to trade me credit uh, uh, not credit cards football cards I'll take football cards I'd love me some football cards so there we go always you can help support the podcast and me appreciate that very much if you can do some things for me, though, like a Facebook and Twitter page, that'd be great. I'm sure you have. If you're a new listener, maybe you haven't. Go do that, please. And then uh, go do these four things. I want you to go check out Matt Harper Art. Matt Harper is a buddy of mine. He's a very talented artist, and so he's got an Instagram page and a TikTok page for his art. Like I said, it's just Matt Harper Art. He draws a lot of cool things. And if you want to commission him to draw something for you, get a hold of him at, on Instagram or TikTok, and I'm sure he'll do it for you. Matt Harper Art. Then go check out the Sunday Slaw. 
That's Adam and Stephanie House, a married couple. They do things together. That's crazy. Married couple does things together. They uh, like to eat coleslaw, hence the Sunday slaw. And they do Facebook Live videos of themselves eating it, and they tell you if it's good or if it's bad. So go check them out on Facebook, the Sunday slaw. And Adam is a real estate agent. So if you live in the state of Michigan, uh, he's over on the east side of the state. He can probably help you sell your house or buy a house. So go check him out, the Sunday Slaw. Then we got Magic JBN. That's my buddy John Midgley. He lives down there in Tennessee. He's a volunteer. He's also a magician, a social worker. And uh, for a couple summers, he was a roofer. I know that's kind of weird. But uh, he went up on the roof. Tragically, he had to stop doing it because uh, he took he had one of those nail guns and he fucking nailed his foot to the roof. He was stuck up there for like four hours because his foot was nailed to the roof. Gross. But uh, he's got a page for his magic. He's a better magician than a roofer, apparently. Magic JBM. So you get to see all the videos of his magic. You'll get to see all the art that he draws. So go, uh, go check him out, Magic JBM. JBM. And then last but not least, uh, I already mentioned Matt Harper. I'm mentioning him again. He does a podcast. Him and his partner, Mandy Elaine, they talk about movies that shape their childhood. Every Wednesday, they drop new episodes. Uh, so yesterday, they dropped a new one, Fargo. They talked about the movie Fargo. I love that movie. I haven't listened to the podcast yet, but I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it tomorrow, hopefully. So uh, go listen on your favorite podcast platform, another episode podcast, and you can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So there we go, everybody. I am done. I appreciate it. I will see you. Well, I won't see you. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow, I think, on the Patreon. Maybe not. I might be taking off tomorrow. Uh, I'll let you guys know on Facebook and Twitter if I do. But uh, I love you guys. If you don't Patreon, I'll talk to you on Monday for the freebie. All right. We'll see you guys later. Have a good day. Okay, bye.